0: This is Minnesota Music Hall of Famer, J.P. Dallaire, and you're listening to Drinking Beer and Talking Baseball with Town Ball Tuesdays.
1: Welcome to Drinking Beer and Talking Baseball with Town Ball Tuesdays. This episode, we're on the road as we head south to Springfield, Milroy, Minnesota, to check out the 2020 Minnesota State Amateur Baseball Tournament. Uh, this is the Class C portion of the tournament being held in Springfield and Milroy this year. It takes place over three weekends, concluding on Labor Day. Uh, this year, a little bit of a shake-up, as the tournament was initially supposed to be held in New Ulm, Minnesota, at beautiful Johnson Park, and Springfield was to be the third site for some of the early round games and some sort of the spillover uh, as necessary. Unfortunately, in the weeks leading to the tournament, the City of New Orleans leadership uh, voted to withdraw their support of the tournament due to concerns about COVID. Springfield uh, held up their portion of the agreement and then Milroy stepped in. So we're going to Hopefully talk to some folks down there and get some more details about how this all came together, but uh, Illinois and Springfield have become the host sites, and the Class B tournament was moved up to Shakopee, being hosted at, at uh, beautiful Joe Schlepper Stadium. So the C tournament has been peeled off this year, normally B and C sort of occur concurrently. Each year's state tournament host sites are determined by a structured bidding process where local communities will go together, Make a proposal to the state board and they make selections usually a few years in advance. Uh, for example, next year's state tournament is already scheduled for Chaska, Waconia, and Hamburg, and the following year is going out to Fairbo and Dundas. New Alm had been picked well in advance and had invested a a great deal of money and time and effort into. Sort of rehabilitating and sprucing up their facilities, so it's a really unfortunate circumstance that, that COVID struck. Of course, for the people of New Orleans, uh, the committee that you know had put the tournament together. Uh, hopefully, you know that can be reconciled somehow for New Orleans in the near future. It's disappointing for me, guys. Really looking forward to seeing what they've done with the ballparks. Uh, New Orleans is a great baseball community, former home of. Two uh, Class C teams, New Ulm Kaiserhof and the New Ulm Brewers The Steinbachs, of course, coming out of New Ulm A very storied history So a real drag that they're not able to be a part of it this year Um, Now Springfield, they'll ride quite a ways out from the Twin Cities So it's a a good, nice road trip for myself and Marty uh, Who are today driving separate so I'm on the road right now. Uh, we're headed to Springfield, and we're going to record some folks and some details about the tournament while we're down there, and uh, we're going kind to of cut a podcast about it. So hope you enjoy and learn something cool about the Minnesota State Amateur Baseball Tournament. It's drinking beers, and talking baseball. Started our day off by dropping into Springfield's Riverside Park to check out the highly anticipated matchup between the Sartell Muskies and the Gaylord Islanders. On the bump for Sartell, their left-handed ace, David Deminsky, and throwing for Gaylord, their left-handed ace, Brody Rodning, a prospect in the Toronto organization, back at home playing for the summer with the minor leagues shut down. Uh, it was looking like the kind of game that could be a race to one run. And It turned out to be just that, with Sartell sneaking away with a 1-0 victory after what we'll call a highly controversial balk call, uh, which moved a runner into scoring position who came around and scored on a subsequent base hit. We had all the tension and drama one could hope for in a high-caliber second-round state tournament matchup. Lots of chirping from both dugouts. Lots of people really unhappy with the officiating crew. Uh, But Sartell walks away with a big victory and advances to Labor Day weekend.
2: Hi, this is Marty. I'm with Michelle Michelle from Gaylord, and I just happened to be sitting by her, and I just cornered her to see if she wanted to talk about how she's doing being a fan this year. Seems like you've been having a pretty good year. Yeah, the guys have been doing really well this year. I know it's tough because they just, in the game, we're in the fifth inning, so we're right in the heart of it, and they just gave up a run, so it's kind of like a tough inning, but... Yep. I think they can get that back. I do too. They're going to get some hits here, hopefully, and we'll win this game. How long have you been involved with Tombow? Um, Since my son was a sophomore in high school. Is he on the team? Yes, he is. Who's he? Uh, he's number 16.
3: Okay. Um, he's not out there playing right now. He's on the bench. So. Okay. Yep.
2: So uh, he's got, is this his first year playing, or has he been on the team for a while?
3: He's been on the team for
2: six years. How long has it been since they've been to tournament? Uh, 2016. Okay. The
0: six, yep. The so it's, it's so cool. we got Number wiped two, out the first Brody, game
3: Rodney. in state tournament last year. Well, hopefully so, he'll be
2: able to get back here a couple of times and playing games.
3: That's what we're hoping.
2: Well, we kind of ran out of time, but I wanted to just say hi.
3: let yep. us on, Brody!
1: Thanks.
2: So here's Springfield talking to some of the Gaylord
1: Islanders. Well, first of all, who are we talking to here? Uh, McCoy Rodman, catcher for the Islanders. Tough time to talk about a game after a, a tough loss like that, but a, a heck of a season for the Islanders.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough to see it come to an end, but it was definitely a lot of fun throughout the throughout the year, and just having Brody back was was awesome to play with him again for a while. And, and, had you had you played with him before, or just like so, going, were you close enough in age to play growing up? He dealer? was he was three years younger than me. He probably should have been playing on varsity when I was okay. a senior, but uh, no, I never got to play with him. He played with us in 2016 when we made it. Okay, and
4: uh, and. Yeah, that was the last time I played with him. So them, then it was so. really fun, I suppose, getting to play with them this year. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It was a blast. It was a blast. It's always nice when you see a, a, a battery with the same last name, yeah. uh, outside of Stearns County, anyway. Right. <laughs> So I guess what's next for you guys? Obviously, it'll uh, be a look look a little different on the front of the rotation next year.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to look a lot different. Hopefully, next year Brody's uh, playing professionally again, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need to scratch up some more pitching here somewhere. So
2: <laughs> we'll see what happens. That guy did a great That's job right for you that you picked up. Yeah, uh, the other Brody. Yeah,
4: Brody Curtis from Belplaine. Plaine You know, up. he's in our league, and he, he is. Like every time we face him, he's just you know we know we're in for a battle. He's, he's a very yeah. good. Picture. He spots game. up very well. Well, in Milroy, his slider was—they didn't have a clue
1: on it. So he was, hes a—that was a great pickup for us. So it was good to have him. How long have you been
0: playing in Gaylord now? Uh, I started in 2000, I was uh, 16 years old, so it would be 11, 11 years, 2009 I started.
1: Alright, well, heck of a career, uh, congratulations on a good season, sorry to see it come to an end, but uh, from a fan standpoint, uh, we were looking for a one nothing game and, <laughs> yeah. and we got it.
4: Yeah, that's right, it that was, that was a fun game, hard fought game, God, just too bad we didn't come out on the right end. So.
1: Over we're here in Springfield with some of these Sartell Muskies super fans. I uh, want you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves.
5: I'm Shauna Beckstrom.
1: Jeremy Vorwerk.
5: Ruth Forward.
1: All right, so you guys came all the way down here to watch your Muskies. I know, Jeremy, you do a lot. You, you, Jeremy, and Ruth do a lot of traveling. They're a couple Town Ball super fans. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have been out to, how many ballparks do you say you guys have been out to this year?
4: I've been to over 50 games. I would guess 30-plus ballparks.
1: All right, well, you, <laughs> stiff competition if you guys start tweeting. Sorry, not,
4: yeah, 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 it's not a
5: competition,
1: no, it's, it's fun. <laughs> and, and did you miss any muskies games this year?
5: I missed one muskies game.
1: Is that unusual?
5: That's very unusual. <laughs> Bye. Uh, I was on a girls' trip. <laughs> that counts, right? <laughs> and you hosted the regions. Yeah, we hosted um, regions. So, obviously, I mean, I, I saw a lot more ball games maybe than most people because I saw two full weekends of regions when we were hosting.
1: There we go. Yeah. So exciting one here, a little uh, dramatic conclusion. Uh, did you guys get the game you expected?
5: Oh, we for sure got the game we expected. This was always set up to be a pitcher's duel. I don't think anybody expected anything less than a low-scoring game, and basically it was whoever scored a run first was going to win.
1: And we got the one nothing game that... Uh
5: exactly what I expected. Well, we came out on, <laughs> on top of a one nothing game in a state tournament game which has been yeah, tough, yeah. tough for us Start, in the last couple of years Start given David some, uh, issues David years, yeah. needed run support. He he pitched a lights out game. Um I don't even know. I think I heard rumblings of 16 strikeouts. He, he threw lights out as he always does. He is a workhorse and, and just a heck of a guy to have up on the mound as your ace. And we're real proud putting Wanker in at the end to, you know, tie that off and give us a bowl was awesome.
1: So should we be looking forward to next weekend with the Muskies?
5: So next weekend, we are just happy to be there.
4: <laughs> they look good every year, but you never know once you get
6: to the playoffs. I mean,
4: baseball uh, you, is baseball. You, you face these good pitchers in the playoffs, and you, you got
2: to hit. This is Marty, and I'm here with Amy. Yeah. And Amy is one of the two heroes of the state tournament, a volunteer. Correct. So what brings you into the Town Ball Volunteer? Did you have a... Family member that played or
6: I have lots of family members, family history of baseball. Um, my Are you husband, from yes, from Springfield. My husband is on the Springfield baseball board.
2: Okay. And as his spouse, you kind of get roped in to
6: help him out on the big events. So but, you know, we love baseball. Our boys have played baseball. My husband played baseball.
2: So, yeah. how did they do this year? Overall,
6: uh, Springfield we did we did very well in our regular season. We won our conference but
2: we had a little um, we hard to keep people weren't quite as lucky in
0: the playoffs. We that's too bad. I'm sure they are trying super yeah. hard. To, yeah, it didn't quite make the cut for the state tournament.
2: Especially when it's in your own backyard. I'm yeah. sure they are trying everything they could. Yep. Well, I've heard you guys are doing a great job. Must be a little easier maybe with less people this year.
6: It it makes it manageable. That's definitely um, a little more challenging just to make sure that we're doing all the right protocol
5: for the COVID to keep everybody safe. But everything has gone really well and everybody's been really cooperative.
2: I know it's really nice as a fan because there's so much like it's so easy to get a good seat and you can sit at anywhere, any view you want pretty much as opposed to just taking what you can get and we brought in
6: a lot of extra bleachers so people can spread out and socially distance and it's been going great awesome well thanks
2: amy yeah.
1: all right talking to some of the uh springfield uh, behind the scenes crew folks here about this year's tournament. Uh, to tell me who you are and uh, what your role is here in Springfield. I'm Pat Moriarty, and I'm running the host team. Host. I'm Brandon Wilhami, and I'm a co-chair of the field crew. All right. So obviously, New Ulm was supposed to be the primary host of the state tournament this year. Was obviously unable to do so because of the decision made by the by the city. So. You guys, yeah, you know, obviously Milroy jumped into the the equation and, and got together, and you guys took over as the as the primary host of the C tournament. What what was that like? Was there a, was that a big shakeup for you, or were you guys pretty well prepared for it already? Yeah, I don't think, and I'll let Brand talk to you in a bit. I don't think it changed anything in our mind. We were ready to host state tournament games for three years now, and we did a good addition on the
4: plaza, and we've always been ready to host games. Changing it to be the main host, it, it didn't
1: change our. Our momentum. We were ready to go, and then people were ready to step up and, and do it. And it's been great.
4: Yeah, and and uh, just to add of to that, we had to obviously take on some bigger roles um, and work with Milroy. It, it worked really well to uh, um, work with Brian Dolan over there and the Milroy crew, and uh, everything went pretty smoothly.
1: All right. So, do you guys uh, were there any major uh, structural additions or anything you guys did to the park this year to to get ready for this tournament or? Yeah, well, we
4: do have a new concession stand, new bathrooms, um, and that was uh, a huge project. And our community came together, uh, donated money, and uh, it, it happened, and that thing is beautiful. Um, you know, and just some, just some little things around the ballpark. We did some painting. Uh, you know, our old concession stand is used to sell beer this weekend, uh, and, um, and just a lot of work in the field. Uh, a lot of guys stepped up volunteer their time at night to help on the field and uh, so far it's all come together really nicely
1: yeah and we did it for this tournament but the the overlasting things we our kids are going to be able to sit here and we're going to be able to watch a game up on the patio and on the deck and, and although we did it for the tournament it's going to be everlasting that we'll be able to enjoy this and it's been great yeah i tell you it, it would, the sites to get to host the tournaments I love seeing the renovations that that get to have in the parks. Like, you know, I I play in Chaska in the federal league, and so we've made some upgrades there in Chaska, which have been fantastic. Like our dugouts are way cooler than they were before, and it, yeah, it's that lasting impact. That's one of the, you know the benefits of yeah, for sure. getting the tourney. Has, has this added uh, a lot more games to what you'daka would have been? Or
4: yeah, it's uh, what we were supposed to host 11. I and then, it was, then we had well thirteen, then it was sixteen and now it twenty two yeah, now right.
1: we're right. Yeah. We were supposed to have, when it was us in New Alm just host the beat. Yeah and, and we were excited for that. Anything would have been great. And now we we doubled our games and thank goodness for the, the support of our community and the volunteers that we're able yeah. to do it.
4: I think uh, also props New Alm for including us in the in the sure. start of you know, having a chance to be part of the state tournament. So that's a pretty big deal for us
1: too. Well, and, and good weather so far, so as I was like cut into your diamond dust supply, so that's, uh, that's good.
4: For sure. Anyway. Let's hope it stays that way. This has been amazing. Hi, this
2: is Marty, and I'm with
3: Jevin Rickard,
2: and he is the owner of
3: J. Rickert bats.
2: And he just makes these really cool. What they're, they're,
3: ca- they're called barrel mugs. Uh, what they are is they hold 12 ounces of any liquid, hot or cold. Uh, they have an epoxy finish on the inside so that they are uh, food, food grade to drink out of. And a lot of customization that can come with them. Basically anything that uh, anyone would be looking for.
2: This one is really cool. It has uh, the state baseball tournament logo on it and then it has a list of all the different teams which is really super cool. In your bats, you got to sell yeah, to a lot of yep, players. So,
3: yeah, I sell bats too to a lot of local guys around here. I play myself, so I have some connections there to, okay. to other guys. Um, Are you
2: playing with Springfield?
3: I play with Leavenworth, which is right next to Springfield. I went okay. to Springfield High School, which is where I grew up. So, cool. Yeah, working out of my garage and just starting out. It's a fun hobby for me. That's yeah, for
2: sure. they look so, nice. Yeah, thanks. I don't yeah, know I do, that much uh, about them. I'll have to send Brian, uh, Ryan over yeah, here. And there have you, have you go.
3: Yeah, I do, I do full customization, uh, colors, engraving, uh, that kind of stuff. I can do some logos too so awesome. I do a lot of game bats as well as like um, trophy bat type things are actually a big hit too for like Christmas gifts Father's Day that kind of stuff so it
2: could people find your stuff on like yeah, a webpage yep, or Yeah so
3: something? I have a website jrickerbats.com right
2: so it's kind of a bummer, I guess, with the crowds being so Yeah, light that's what I said. Year, I
3: think something like this would be really cool or a bigger hit for guys like you who oh, aren't sure. you who maybe aren't here to root for this team. Where right. just here as a baseball fan would be a lot cooler. Exactly. And yeah. Like, that's. I mean, I just you know I love this. Yep. And it's been. It's not. So yeah, I've played in state tournaments in the past. You go to the game at 10 in the morning, you play, and then you stick around for two, three games, and you mingle around. Where exactly. Now once you get in, you play, and you, you have to get out right away. That is, is kind of tough. Bummer, so That is tough. But.
2: I know they had, uh, last weekend I was over in Milroy, and they had a little to- a little area for the teams that okay. where they kind of hanging out Yeah, I think afterwards. after
3: the game here, they're sending the guys over there to the so left, west a little, side. So there's you get a little bit of that, yeah, but right, not, not right, But not much. inside the park as exactly. much. Exactly. So yeah, they got to Kind of kick you out,
2: unfortunately.
1: This is Don Gross with the Waterville Indians, and you're listening to Drinking Beer and Talking Baseball
2: with Tom Ball Tuesday. All right.
1: Our second game of the day was a matchup between the St. Patrick Irish and the Rochester Roadrunners, the champions of the Twin Rivers League. Uh, It was a game in which the Irish jumped on the Roadrunners early, scoring right out of the gates, uh, never really took their foot off the pedal and ended up walking away with a 10 to one victory and advancing to Labor Day weekend for the first time in a number of years. All right, here in Springfield with uh, some of the St. Patrick's super fans. Why don't you guys uh, introduce yourselves? John Jenis, Eric Solide.
4: Brody Solide.
1: Alright, so when was the last time St. Patrick uh, got themselves into Labor Day weekend? Do you guys remember? It's been a know. Huh? It's
4: been a while. I think probably the last time that I can say right now is when I was on the team in 2008. Alright. Uh, I think that Billy was, uh, Billy Dunker was the ace of the of the uh, team. and. We basically rode him out till we got to that final weekend.
1: And you guys were a battery back in those days, correct?
4: Oh absolutely. I mean you had guys like Josh Simon that was basically either patrolling center field or left field, throwing people out basically with his arm at the plate. You had Goldsmith leading off, Matt Pexa, still Matt Ambrose that's still around. I mean you had you had a plethora of guys. You had Mike uh, uh, Wade Shootnik, we had Adam Omick. Jeff Berkey, obviously, that's definitely an old, an old timer that is probably one of the one of the, the better Irish
1: players of all time. So there we go. So uh, bottom of two here. After one and a half, the Irish are leading one nothing. Uh, what do they have to do to, to hold on, win this game, get into next weekend? Boomer's going to have to start hitting. Same with Ryan just, Uh We got to get both those bats going. Those are big hurt right now. not, not hitting. All right. All right. And uh, when are you going to start playing with the Irish?
4: Uh, when I'm older.
1: Well, how old? What are we talking? Uh, What are you about? uh, Seventeen, right now?
4: (laughs) Seems
5: about right.
1: (laughs) All right. Look forward to seeing you on the field. Thanks, boys. Thanks. All right. So I got I got VIP access to the uh, the right field beer garden here in Springfield, and uh, I get to, to talk to some of the VIPs. Uh, here in the in the Springfield area, uh, go ahead and tell me who you are and what your role is here with the team. No, 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 it's no, being bashful. Uh, I'm Daniel Gusky. I'm just cleaning up after the games, can help keeping it clean. Beautiful uh, big league shoe shirt there. You don't see a lot of the young guys uh, rocking the big league shoe. So it's a good good throwback. He's got a good good old soul here. How about you, young fellow?
4: Uh, Jacob Nockreiner. I'm basically useless, but I'm getting in free for doing this.
1: So <laughs> that's that's a good attitude. Last chance. Uh, oh oh he's
0: he's the other knock grinder. A little
1: shy. <laughs> he's the mute knock grinder. So that, that's a that's a that's a good last name for Laura Angle's wilder country here too that we're in. So and then uh, and then you young fella. Ryan Sturm. I'm supervising these three
0: young bucks next to me here.
1: <laughs> all right so uh and you're also you play here in springfield
0: yep i try to play a little bit here and keep the young guys in line on the team too so and how, how long have you been
1: with the tigers here oh
0: boy. on and off since uh 99 i think i got signed i had a little i had a couple stints in the north was working not playing yep. otherwise full time here
1: so uh local boy uh, high school product springfield
0: yep local guy played three sports in high school and didn't specialize in any of them. Still don't. <laughs> all right.
1: So with uh, with Springfield uh, taking over with Milroy as the primary sites for, for, for the state after you guys expecting to be the, the third site, is that, uh, has that increased your workload over here at all?
0: Personally, me, no. Uh, for the rest of everybody here, absolutely, but they've done a great job. It's been, uh, it's been really well run. I mean, I walk around all the time asking if I can help out, and it's always, maybe they just don't like me, but they say no a lot. Um, I'm sure if other people went around, they'd say absolutely, help me out. But but no, everybody's done a great job, and we're pretty blessed because we get a lot more games here, and it's been fun to obviously take on a bigger bigger workload, and hopefully in the future get this thing back here. That'd be awesome.
1: Well, the, the site looks great. Uh, it's my first time out here, mm-hmm. so uh, the ballpark looks great, and you guys are doing a fantastic job. So congratulations, and uh, Thank you. you know, look forward to. Uh, the, the, the future of, of, of Springfield Tigers baseball.
0: Thank you. Appreciate that.
1: Thanks for talking to us.
0: Yeah, you bet. Thank you.
4: My name's Colby Lovell and I play for the Winter Pirates. You're listening to Drinking Beer and Talking Baseball at Town Ball
1: Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Right, talking to Brian Dolan here of the Milroy Yankees who stepped up to the plate and helped take over the Class C tournament this year after it fell through in New Ulm. So what, what was that process like when, uh, when, when obviously the New Ulm board voted to, to drop the tourney? And then how did you guys get in on the, on the picture?
6: So uh, Mike Nagel's in our board, or on the state board, and he's in our same league. He gave us a little heads up a week before that happened that things weren't going right in New Ulm. Um, kind of had some problems with the health board and getting uh, backing for that. So he came to us and said, would you guys be interested if something falls apart? And had to go back to our our board and the city and it's like, is this something we want to do? Because this is really short notice and with the pandemic, it's like, there's a lot of questions. And I, we went to them and they are like, all for it. It was awesome that we had that chance to do it. And it was like... Next week we find out that they, New Ulm lost it, and then they're like, do you want to do it? And there's like two or, three, two or three teams that were interested. It just was the best fit because Springfield still wanted to do it. Yeah, it seemed like it was almost like overnight. All of a sudden it's like,
1: Milroy-Springfield, you know.
6: Yeah, that, it was, I mean, you know how Twitter goes, and once you get some information out there is just like, yep, this is it, it's Springfield-Milroy, I'm sure there's plenty of people just kind of shocked that, where's Milroy, do they have a good ballpark, all those little things, and it, it just fell into our lap, and I I know Mike Nagel was uh, kidding around, like, yeah, they have some hammers and nails ready to build a deck, and all of a sudden, well, that's what ended up actually happening.
2: (laughs)
1: There you go. And and so this this is your rookie season with the Yankees, so,
6: uh, yes. Oh, my, yeah. If you count 25 years of year one, yes, that's how it goes, but... uh, Oh, yeah. It's, it's been a long ride. I never knew we would be able to host a state tournament. Uh, a lot of question marks on are we just host because default? or are we going to bring our A game and actually have a field that's representable of every state tournament we've had in the past and so far we've gotten glowing confidence. Uh, it, it feels good that we were able to step up do the things we need to do on the field and in the stands and people are happy so far.
1: Well things are looking great here like I said this is the first time I've been able to make a game here like we've we stop, I've stopped by the ballpark and here on a on a non-game day, but uh, get down, seeing the ballpark, and and with a little live game, seeing the way the field seems to play good, the grass looks great, uh, the amenities are,
2: are fantastic, the new deck looks great for the record. I think it's awesome how many volunteers stepped up and how what a good job they've done too. Oh, so, for uh, sure. Um We've had, I
6: mean, town of Milroy, 250 people. We don't. You don't have so many volunteers, I mean we go outside of the community, I mean Marshall's been awesome, Woodlake, Wood so, um, even out- people outside of our normal area, we had uh, Cole Flick come down, just adding some professionalism with all the striping of our field and all that, that stuff. That impressive. And, and then uh, Peach Leopard came out down here with A-Town Mounds, did our home plate, watched the whole process, we did it our own, our own self on the mound because we thought, well, we can we can figure this out. As just passing that knowledge around was instrumental to getting this field ready for it as well.
1: Well, That's part of what it always seems to take here in Minnesota is just
5: the, the community of
1: people that are available and ready and willing and excited about doing this, which is what kind of makes the old town ball thing what it is in Minnesota. And it, 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 when you see it play itself out, at, you know, at the drop of a hat, in an environment like this where we went from. Wow, what's going to happen in the state tournament to suddenly. Oh, well, that's Milroy's that's jumping
2: in and taking it. so well, too. I mean, it's not just flying by their pants, they did a great job. Everything yeah, is we, top we
6: had three and a half weeks of prep time, and there's so many things going through your head. Like, what do we need to do? I mean, well, where's our bank account at? Like, what can we actually pull off in time? And it was just like, we need to do a deck. I mean, it, you've seen all the past state tournaments, you need something that appeal to it. It's like, we're going to make it back. You you just have to have trust and faith that people are going to show up to your ballpark and be able to do those things. But going out, getting advertisements, those type of things in that short of time, I don't know, it's impressive. It was unreal that everybody that stepped up and got the money that we need to do these little projects, not necessarily little projects, but quick turnaround projects and make this ready. Today.
1: Well, you pulled it off, and it looks great. Congratulations, and uh, we're happy to be here. Uh, thanks for having me out here. This is great. I, I hope you guys make it down again. Looking forward to it. <laughs> thanks. Talking to Adam Schmidt here from the Fairmont Martins, who just uh, defeated Buffalo to advance to the final four of this year's tournament. Uh, looking really
0: good this year. Yeah, yeah, we uh, five one. We knew we knew Buffalo could hit and um yeah, I don't know, they they were very athletic, but a pitcher um, just kept them off balance on their on their front feet the whole time. So
1: Yeah, Buffalo's uh, that's what I've known about Buffalo this year's they're a good offensive team, so for you guys to, to hold off their offense the way you did, uh, says a lot. Uh, so get on the next game of the day today. We we got uh, we got Cold Spring and Bemidji, you guys will be facing the winners. Uh, what, do, what do you be looking for here in this game? What do, what are you what are you starting to think about?
0: Yeah, I mean um, Bemidji. I watch them. They're um, very athletic. Looks like they're athletic college kids. Um, and Cold Spring looked like they could mash. You know, obviously they had those three bombs by Duffner. I mean, that is that's crazy, especially at this park. But um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be a good game. I think. I mean. Yeah, both teams, both teams put up a lot of offense, but so
1: did Buffalo this year. So uh, it would be an interesting game to watch. You know, Bemidji, uh, a couple years ago, had a deep run, kind of surprised everybody. They play out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody really knows about them. But, uh, I mean, yeah. to be fair, you guys do a little bit too. So yeah. uh, what what's what's the scouting for those guys? What, the, what should they be looking for from you guys?
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, we... Um We're kind of an unknown team as well. We play in the Southwest, and nobody knows anything about us. Um, We got a guy that um, was just released from San Diego, um, and on the off season, and we got him to come to play because he had nowhere to play. They they had a couple leagues that were canceled out on him, but he flew in on Saturday morning from Lexington, Kentucky, and um, he jumped. He was about half hour before game time. Luke Becker's his name, and um, he's you know he's just a pro. So. Um, with him in the lineup, it, it it's tough, it, and I don't know if too many people know about him. So, got a couple uh, decent drafty pitchers too I heard, so a little depth to your bullpen. Yeah, we um yeah we've got the two Wyndham Windham guys. Um, we'll we'll be throwing one of um, Ross Ackerman in the third game. So hopefully he can give us a few innings, and then we'll just piece it together. I mean that's what you got to do when you make these long runs. Um, we made it to the final game about in 2012, and that's what you got to do. You got to yeah, I got to out-pitch people, and then once the third fourth game, you got to out-hit them because there's going to be high-scoring games because everybody's losing their
1: pitchers. Well, this third weekend is always exciting. Uh, we've been kind of watching you guys from afar all year and seeing you guys win a lot of games. And uh, I'm, I would say that I'm not surprised to see you here, but I think you've crept up on a lot of teams. Uh, so, you know, good luck going forward. And uh, you got uh, you got two more games to win to, to
0: take home the, the title. Any uh, – any last uh, <laughs> bits you want to contribute? Or? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we got one more to go today, which will be a tough one, obviously. But um, yeah, and then Monday, Monday, it just comes down to, you know, who wants it more. So um, it'll it'll be fun. It's a fun ride. So that's what we look forward to all year. That's why we play.
1: As the field of teams advancing through each round of the tournament, Gets smaller each year, and the fans tend to become more animated. Even with the significantly limited crowds permitted at the 2020 tournament, this proved to be the case. When all was said and done, the St. Patrick Irish survived a particularly spirited semi-final matchup with the Cardinals of Young America and advanced to face Fairmont in the Labor Day Classic. With bad weather on the horizon, organizers contemplated postponing the championship game until the following weekend, but instead decided to move the start time to earlier in the day. It may not have made a difference either way, as the red-hot bats of the Martins gave the Irish fits, and Fairmont stormed a decisive state championship victory on a damp and chilly Labor Day afternoon. As the Martins rushed out of the dugout in Springfield to celebrate winning a title game that might not have happened, in a tournament that might not have happened, to cap off a season that might not have happened, it felt like a win for not just Fairmont, but for everyone in the state of baseball. Drinking beers, talking baseball, Town Ball Tuesdays.